Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Welcome back to my videos, my podcast, wherever you are listening to this. Welcome, welcome. Today we are discussing what happens to your benefits if you are working for the federal government and then you come to a point in your career where it makes just more sense to go back into the private world. What happens to your benefits? What options do you have? And how can you get the most out of them? For some people, it definitely makes sense to do their entire career with the federal government. It's a great option, but for some people, it just doesn't add up that way. It doesn't stack up that way. So it's important to know what happens to your benefits if that is you. So I'm gonna go over one by one your main benefits and kind of what your options are when it comes to either moving these or how it affects you as you leave the federal government. So let's start with your pension or your annuity, whatever you wanna call it. So you basically have two options when it comes to this. First, you can ask for a refund of your contributions that you paid out of your paycheck into this plan. This generally isn't very much because compared to what you're gonna be receiving, if you were to stay with the government and received a pension, it is a very small portion that you actually contributed. But that may make sense for you just to kind of get it back, it's a little bonus, and you don't have to worry about it forever, right? The second option is if you had at least five years of federal service, you may be eligible for a deferred retirement, they call it, where you've had at least five years and you wait till age 62, you don't get a refund for those contributions, but at age 62, you may be eligible for a small monthly pension, small annuity at that point. So that may be an option. If you've had at least 10 years of federal service, you may be eligible for a pension at your minimum retirement age which is around 55, 57, depending on your birthday, but that may apply to you. If you've had more than 20 years, you may just be eligible for a regular retirement, regular pension, depending on the, all the rules. I check out the rules for retirement for your, your system, whether that's FERS or CSRS, whatever it is. If you have more than 20 years, then you probably just make sense to retire from the federal government, then go find a job elsewhere. And now for your FEHB, your health benefits plan, for the federal government and the options to keep the plan throughout the rest of your life, whatever it is, once you leave the federal government is pretty limited. So what you can do, however, is continue your coverage up to 18 months after you leave if desired. But the downside of this is that you'll have to pay the full premium, your portion, but also what the government was paying before, which usually is about two thirds of it. So your premiums can increase quite a bit times by three compared to what you were paying as well as 2% for admin fees, right? So you can continue it while maybe you're you know, making that transition to the next job where you're gonna have insurance there, whatever it is, you can continue it for that time, but only up to 18 months, at which point you can convert it into an individual policy if you want, but generally it doesn't cover everything that the group policy did and the premiums don't have to stay the same as well. So you'll have to decide if that makes sense for you. Maybe it does, maybe you, run the numbers like, hey, this is actually cheaper than it would be elsewhere. Maybe that makes sense for you, but really there's no way to keep the same premiums, the same plan that you had with the federal government once you leave. And now you're for your FEDVIP, right? Your vision and dental benefits. If you were enjoying this benefit, there's really little you can do to 
to keep that after you leave the federal government. If you had at least 10 years of service, then you may be able to start that again once you start drawing your pension at 62 or whatever it is. You may be able to re-enroll, but when you're not with the government and not receiving a pension, you would not be able to stay in this plan. And now for FEGLI, the F-E-G-L-I, your life insurance through the federal government. So with this, you have 31 days, a window of 31 days, where you can convert this policy into an individual policy if you'd like. The premiums may not be the same, they may go up, but uh, you'll have to decide if that makes sense for you. If you wait longer than 31 days, you can often still convert, but you may have to provide some medical information about your health. So you may want to, if you do in fact, want to convert it and not get a policy somewhere else, then you probably want to do it within the 31 days so you don't have to provide any medical information to the insurance company. And now for your federal long-term care insurance, right? Many people don't use this, but if you are using your federal long-term care insurance, the good news is you can keep this with you no matter what. Once you leave, you can keep it with you. You will have to keep paying the premiums like you were before. And if these premiums were deducted straight out of your pay during your career, you can just contact the, the company that was providing this for you and just pay them directly for those premiums. So as long as you keep paying the premiums, you can keep your long-term care insurance no matter if you work for the government or not. So now for your TSP. So with your TSP, you actually have a number of options when leaving the federal government for a private private uh, side job, right? So you can even keep your money within the TSP account and you'd be able to invest your money the same way you were during your career, you could change it however you'd like. If you want to take the money out, you have a couple of options, but the best option is to do a direct rollover into another retirement account, like an IRA, a 401k, your next employer's retirement account, whatever that might be. That can be the best option because if you just pull it out, let's say into your checking account or savings account, there will be a 20% withholding for taxes. You may not owe all those taxes, but they're gonna hold that to make sure the government gets paid and that there's no issues. But if you do a direct rollover into a different retirement account, they won't withhold that 20%. So another thing to keep in mind is that if you leave the government before you're age 55 and you try to move your money or withdraw your money out of your TSP before you're 59 and a half, then there will be a 10% penalty because the TSP is supposed to be a retirement account, right? That's the, that's the whole idea is that to save for retirement. So if you pull money out and not a direct rollover, like I said, you pull it out before you're 59 and a half, there will be a 10% penalty with taxes or anything else that you might owe. So make sure that if you're leaving the government, make sure you do a direct rollover into an IRA or 401k and that you don't take anything out of those accounts or the TSP before you're 59 and a half, that's generally the cutoff for all these different types of accounts, that you keep it in there till 59 and a half. After that age, you can use it for whatever you want, but make sure at least at 59 and a half so you don't have to pay those penalties and fees for going against the rules. So my hope is that this video will give you some context into what benefits you'll be able to keep with you for the rest of your career, whether that's in the federal government or on the private side, and which ones you have to basically leave behind. And hopefully that kind of makes sense and give you some more information, whether it maybe makes sense to stay with the government or leave or, or what, what makes sense for you. So please educate yourself and uh, 
do your best to make the best decision for you and your career that'll last the longest and really make a big difference over the course of your life. So I hope this is helpful. If you have any follow-up questions, please let me know. Email me, put them in the comments below, and I will see you next week.